to the podcast Discipleship in Challenging Times. We come to the end of our walk through the book of Philippians. We're reading the final verses today. So Philippians chapter 4, beginning at verse 10 and going right through to the end of the chapter. Let's pause and pray. Lord, we sit or stand or kneel before you. And we do just want to put the pause button on. We want to stop. And we pray that you would just quieten our hearts and our minds. Lord, if we are agitated, we pray that you would calm us down. Also, if we're really tired, we pray that you would just warm us up, that you would wake us up for this reading and reflection. Above all, we want to be focused on you. So, Lord, we fix our minds and our hearts on you right now. And we pray that you would speak to us through your word. In Jesus' name, amen. So Philippians 4, beginning at verse 10. I rejoiced greatly in the Lord that at last you renewed your concern for me. Indeed, you were concerned, but you had no opportunity to show it. I'm not saying this because I'm in need, for I have learned to be content whatever the circumstances. I know what it is to be in need. And I know what it is to have plenty. I have learned the secret of being content in any and every situation, whether well-fed or hungry, whether living in plenty or in want. I can do all this through him who strengthens me. Yet it was good of you to share in my troubles. Moreover, as you Philippians know, in the early days of your acquaintance with the gospel, when I set out from Macedonia, not one church shared with me in the matter of giving and receiving, except you only. For even when I was in Thessalonica, you sent me aid more than once when I was in need. Not that I desire your gifts. What I desire is that more might be credited to your account. I've received full payment and have more than enough. I am amply supplied now that I have received from Epaphroditus the gifts you sent. They're a fragrant offering, an acceptable sacrifice, pleasing to God, and my God will meet all your needs according to the riches of his glory in Christ Jesus. To our God and Father be glory for ever and ever. Amen. Greet all God's people in Christ Jesus. The brothers and sisters who are with me send greetings. All God's people here send you greetings, especially those who belong to Caesar's household. The grace of the Lord Jesus Christ be with your spirit. Amen. Once again, for the umpteenth time, I want to say that's wonderful stuff. Later on this year, I'm writing some Bible reading notes for Scripture Union 
on the book of Philippians. And I confess now, as we come to the end of this journey in these podcasts, that the reflections on Philippians that I've done have been a a bit of a trial run. I hope you don't mind, in a sense, being a a guinea pig for what I'm going to write later on. But it's been so exciting, so refreshing, so powerful. Certainly God has spoken to me through his word that is the book of Philippians. I hope and pray that he has spoken to you also. We come to the end of this letter and we might ask ourselves the question, what are these verses about? Are they about contentment? Well, in a very real sense, they are. Paul is content, whatever the circumstances. And because of his trust and focus on God, he can say this. So, yeah, these verses are about contentment. Are they about our financial giving? Well, yes, absolutely they are. Paul challenges the Philippians and through his word and by the Holy Spirit, he challenges us about our financial giving to gospel work. In this time of pandemic, I sense that God is prompting those of us who can to look at our giving again and see, as some people maybe have to just drop back in terms of their giving, maybe someone like me, God is calling me to give a little bit more, to look at how I give to God's work specifically. So yeah, these verses are about financial giving. So contentment, yes. Financial giving, yes. But I think there is something there about even more than this. And it's that God is a giving God. Yes, there is stuff here about how we should give to God's work, but more There is stuff about how God gives to us when we do so. Look at what Paul says in verse 17. Not that I desire your gifts. What I desire is that more be credited to your account. This isn't some sort of prosperity theology where the more we give, the more we get financially. But there is a spiritual prosperity theology that is being articulated here nevertheless. As the Philippians give, as we give, then we grow in grace and God pours so many good things into our lives. We're investing in the kingdom of God. We're investing in gospel work. We're investing in acts of mercy, in work of justice. We are cooperating with God in the growth of his kingdom around the world and we invest in the bank of heaven as it were and the rewards are wonderful the returns are great the interest rate is through the roof again I say this spiritually and not financially but as we give to God God shows himself as a giving God and as fast as we give stuff away God pours things back into our lives. Look at how Paul finishes up in verse 19. My God will meet all your needs according to what? According to the riches of his glory in Christ Jesus. How rich must that be? The bank of heaven is full of these riches. They are endless. They are glorious. 
And as we engage in God's work, as we give ourselves to him, perhaps financially, perhaps in other ways, God is no one's debtor. And that thimbleful of willingness we may offer to him, God pours his grace into our lives. This is a wonderful spiritual dynamic. I encourage you to put it into practice and see how God works in your life. Sometimes we are impoverished spiritually because we've not invested in our relationship with Jesus and in gospel work. God calls us to spend, spend, spend in this way. And as we do so, we find that so much comes back to us that is good and gospel and Jesus. Put it into practice. Taste and see that the Lord is good you will find, you will discover that our good and gracious God is no one's debtor. This is a reading about contentment. This is a reading about our giving. But far more, it is a reading about the giving God. Let's pray. Lord, we thank you and we praise you. Yeah, that you are no one's debtor. Who has ever given to God? that God should repay them. Yeah, as we give to you, so much comes back into our lives. Help us to have this spiritual dynamic in our thinking and in our hearts and help us to put it into practice. Help us, yes, to spend, spend, spend in your service. And Lord, as we do so, May we have the joy of spiritual blessings, spiritual children, people growing in discipleship, people around the world experiencing acts of justice and mercy, the kingdom of God growing. Help us to give our lives for something that will last forever. Think of the words of the hymn, solid joys and lasting treasure, none but Zion's children know. Lord, that's old-fashioned language, but it's bang up to date. We thank you for this principle, and we pray that you would help us to put it into practice today and tomorrow, for we ask it in the name of Jesus. Amen.